Hi, Casey. Oh, Danielle. I'm so happy to be back. I'm back from the dead. You're back from the from a new life. From heaven and hell. I know, truly. I'm so glad you're back in our loving bosom. We have you back full time, which is so exciting. I'm glad you got that wonderful time with Frankie. And now you'll never see her again. And I'm sorry about that. <laughs> never have any time for That's it. right. That's right. I said, bye. I've got to catch up on a million episodes of Vanderpump, Jersey, the like. And I couldn't have been happier, you know, at the end of the day. And I was so sick last week, guys. I've never, it was, I had a cold that like, honestly, for me, took me down worse than COVID. I've never seen you like that. And yet Danielle still was showing up for work events. I was like, (laughs) this is a fucking Capricorn through and through. We were like, go to bed. I know, but I did, I couldn't make it to the podcast. That's, I just had no voice. Like there was nothing to be said. Well, it was also a suggested to you. (laughs) by you. You're like, nobody needs to hear this, Danielle. You sound terrible, disgusting, frightening. But you also did something sweet, which was when I was in the depths, like, and I couldn't get better. Like, it was terrible. Casey sent by a woman in scrubs. Is she a doctor? Is she a nurse? That's not my thing to know. Who cares? That's no one's concern but hers. Yeah, not mine. A woman in scrubs who gave me, like, vitamins and minerals and a drip And my God, did it help bring me back to life. So I can only thank Casey for that. It was very nice because she saw that I was suffering greatly. (laughs) This is another and just a string of unrelatable things I do out here in LA. I know. As my uncle says, these us flaky ass liberals. I don't know that my uncle in Florida is getting IV drips every uh, two weeks. But well, they wouldn't give me medicine because they were like, well, it's not bacterial. So you're just going to have to like wait, wait it out. And I was like, I can't. I simply can't. You're like, I'll tell you what, not writing can't r- not write itself since we're on yeah. strike. <laughs> Hashtag uh, WGA strong. WGA strong, guys. We are on strike. I mean, look, did I do I have another job right now? No, I mean, this is this is it. So you're going to be hearing me tenfold. You're really good. Yeah, I'm going to be really diving in here. Well, we were on the picket lines yesterday and we met a lot of wonderful Bitch Sesh listeners, actually. We sure did. I saw the funniest sign. This made me laugh. I don't know if it made everyone laugh as much as me, but it really had me going, ha. This writer was holding a sign that said, you thought of Quibi. Basically like (laughs) executives, corporations. That's what you guys came up with without us. That's what you brought to the table. So let's not be... Now, did I pitch something to Quibi and was turned down? Maybe I have a little more anger at Quibi. <laughs> well, Quibi is not not around. I take Quibi with Quibi. Well, we are on strike, um, and we met so many wonderful um, listeners on the strike lines yesterday, and I'm planning on going back tomorrow just to meet more. Me too. These are creatives fighting for the right to create and be compensated for it and not um, all money going to corporations. And I'm WGA strong as hell, Danielle. Me too. And then a lot of people thought I was there as like a SAG, just as an actress supporting. So I was getting like kind of double accolades. People were like, thank you. Yes. Coming out. But then as I walked to the car, my husband was like, I mean, it's kind of sad. They didn't know you were in the Writers Guild. And I was like, you know what? As the writer of Bridesmaids, excuse me. Well, Bride Wars, Danielle. Oh, I mean, again, I think that points to people not knowing my work. People love Bride Wars. I'm sorry. I got confused for a second. There's a lot of wedding movies, but I will say people are 
include myself oh, included are huge you, Bride War fans. Okay. So thank you, you so much, Danielle. We and I wrote Beverly Hills Chihuahua too, and I felt like a lot of people were congratulating me out there on the line. Well, we put you up on a pedestal. Literally, they built, erected something for you, and they put you up there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they said, "Look, like this woman has put down her pen." Yeah, I, you're not going to see a Beverly Hills Chihuahua seven or where they're at now coming. And we have seen a four, five, six. <laughs> You're not going to see any more, guys. Not with nope. this pen down. Not nope. with this pen down. Those dogs won't be roughing or riffing. No, not a rough, not a, a bark, not a scratch, not a piss. Not, not going to happen. Not on my watch. No. <laughs> now, could AI write that movie better than me? Absolutely. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Danielle, I'm so happy to be back. We have so much to discuss. I do want to quickly address the fact that you and I posted a hot photo of ourselves hot. on Instagram this week. Hot. We sure did. I have cleavage that goes from like my neck to my clit. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's quite. And we are draped across a toilet where we belong, right? Mm-hmm. Your hair giving 80s goddess. Oh, Clayton Hawkins. <sighs> and what we said on that was. Coming soon, big announcement. I think we said coming Thursday, big announcement. Well, you know, you're not <laughs> going to be getting this podcast till Friday because you know what? Life happens, Danielle. Yeah, sure and sometimes when you say you're going to announce something, like when my brother waited till his wife was six and a half months pregnant to announce that she was pregnant, announcements get pushed further than you, you think they will. Yeah. And when I announced too early to my family in anger after not getting a TV show, I quit acting. I took that <laughs> announcement back. <laughs> can all. Announcements come, announcements go. What's happening with this announcement, Casey? This one's going. <laughs> no, it is coming, yes. but it's going next week. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, we, 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 we got our boners up too fast, and now we're sitting here in, with our blue balls. And we, I promise you, an announcement with is coming. With our bushes flailing in the bushes wind. Bushes, full, uh, like, uh, full bush. Clear eyes, full bush. Can't lose, guys. Now... <laughs> We have an announcement coming. I am yes. sorry um, that it is going to be delayed one more week. And I'm sure everybody's uh, awake at night waiting to hear yeah. it and, and their eyes are popping open in the morning just to live one more day to get at it. But, <laughs> but we will say we're sorry to delay one more week. Sorry, guys. It will. It is a coming. It is big. It's a coming. Hey guys, just wanted to mention there's a few more tickets left for I'd Hit That, the very special Bitch Sesh Deep Dive Pickleball Tournament slash Hangout slash Boozy Brunch slash Blast. That's coming up this Mother's Day weekend, Saturday the 13th, and you can use the code Bitch Sesh for 15% off at checkout. And we want to thank our very special sponsors, European Wax Center, Salt, Jane Club, Hampton Water, AVI, can lake pajamas and the dink so just go to janeclub.com slash pickleball for tickets it's gonna be a blast see you guys there but i'll tell you what was a surprise i can announce danielle Mm -hmm. and a lot of people seem surprised by something and i think we owe it to our our listeners and to ourselves to start diving into the shows this week they were that explosive but Mm -hmm. i'll tell you a surprise that i found was when the job of kicking off the storyline of Scandaval was given to Ken Todd. <laughs> it was a shock. Ken 
They said, go, Ken, can you kick us off here? Ken got the line and said, what? They said, just wander through the kitchen. Wander through the kitchen, Ken. There's a sandwich eating happening. And just simply break the news that Raquel slept over with Tom Sandoval. And never has a worse actor, a more confused person <laughs> run through a kitchen. It was like the acting, like, I don't even know everyone would do in like a high school play. Worse yes. than that. It was such a walk. It was such a 19, like, 70s or 80s TV cameo walk on, walk through, drop a line and make your way out. But given by a man who, for all intents and purposes, I thought had passed. Honestly. We haven't seen Ken. And for the most important bomb to drop, it's like, okay, I understand that they gave the voiceover to Lala. That made sense, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Some sort of sense to see Lisa eating sandwiches with Katie. No, and she her... wasn't eating. They were. She was. No, 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 no. Katie was making sandwiches to <laughs> okay, for the for the shop that's not even open yet. But just t- sandwich prepping with her angry Bob. Her Bob is as angry as her because the sandwiches and... can only be made in the kitchen as big as Lisa Vanderpump's. You can't. You simply can't make those sandwiches anywhere else. And and then along came Ken. I'd like to take a listen, Danielle. And we don't we don't often pull clips just because we all know what happened here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're very well apprised, and mm-hmm. specifically, I think you're apprised about Vanderpump season ten. Just I, I need us all to hear the line together, Danielle. Here's okay. Here's Kim Todd. They're tasting sandwiches when Ken walks out and drops the mother of all gossip bombs. I can't believe that Tom Zandeville had Raquel over when Ariana's away. I know. In the jacuzzi as well. What? And she's like, I know. Are you lying about that? Are you spreading rumors? Monkey, come on. Wow. Wow. I mean, it is so classic now. It was, it was almost as if he stared right in the camera when he said it. Like I, he it was stared right down the barrel. Practically, it was, it was obviously Lisa puppet mastering. Like that didn't that See, moment I, that did, felt producers to me. Did it? It felt like yeah. Lisa saying like I'm going to get Ken to do this. You know, she never does her own dirty work. Now, can I ask you something? Because it was the wildest entrance, and <laughs> the way that Lala enters, she says, "So Katie was at Lisa's making sandwiches." Like, just like that part of it. I don't know why. It just cracked me up that like, as one does, at least the Vanderpump's making sandwiches. But here's my question. And this is serious. Okay. Did A, Bravo, no. Mm-hmm. B, did Raquel and Tom want to get caught? Mm. Because for Raquel to come in late to that meeting and then say she slept at Tom's house. Like, if she didn't want to get caught, she could have said, I overslept. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. don't... Did she want him to get caught to break up the relationship? Like, what? what's happening? It It is so confusing what's going on, Danielle. Mm-hmm. And I could watch the glamping scene, the most ominous scene I've ever, mm. well, seen... Because it was so, it was just ominous knowing what we know. Because Tom Sandoval, when he gives the toast to Raquel about how she's oh. coming to her own and was leaping across the table like Tom Cruise in the Brooke Shields thing, he was so excited. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. If you, if you, if we're at my birthday party, okay? Yeah. And your husband David starts 
<laughs> Get well, he does love you. <laughs> uh, yes. And David and I are close. We're good friends. We're also, we work together a lot. He would say, Danielle, wishing you such yes. a beautiful year. What a wonderful person you are. But if he reacted the way like, yes, Danielle, you are happy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Diving across the table. <laughs> he was in a fever. Fever What dream. would your reaction be to that, Casey? I would be like, oh, okay, David's like, you know, leaving me for Danielle. (laughs) Okay, by the by, this whole thing has got me with my eyes open on my own (laughs) husband. No, it has because he's like joined a gym. He's playing tennis all the time. He's working out all the time. And I finally just, he was like, oh, I'm going to the office. And he came back in like an hour. Mm. And I'm like, where were you? And he was holding a guitar. I was like picturing him sneaking off to serenade someone. He was like, (laughs) you've got to be kidding me. I was at the office with the lemons. And I'm like, I never asked him anything like that. It had never crossed my mind ever, ever, ever that he would do something like that. But this is, I think it's got all our eyes open. Yeah, we all got to be minding our P's and Q's. Because if, if this could be going on this blatantly, like, what am I not seeing? Wow. You're not wrong, Casey. Well, and I say it's got David on his toes. Because yesterday on the picket line, some gentleman pulled you aside. Hmm. David says... He said to me, who's this guy? Who's this guy she's talking to? <laughs> By the way, I've never been more happy. Dave is the least jealous person in the well, history of time. With a hot dog and a coffee, like directing a sex scene of mine on TV at the monitor, <laughs> going left, left, <laughs> flip her over. I'm just saying Scandaval's got us all on our toes because he That's said right. to me, clear as day, who's this guy? What's he, what's he talking to Casey about? And I said, that's right. And I, we only have Raquel to think for this. <laughs> now, what did Lala call Raquel? She called her like a, a, a dumb demon or something. Yeah, it dumb make demon. I like the dumbest demon, I believe that she said. Now, look, uh, uh, there's just so much to discuss. I know I haven't been here. I don't, we don't even have time for me to get into Satchels of Gold, Miss Satchel. Satchel. <laughs> yes, Satchel. Yes, Satchel. Satchel. When, when Schwartz said, God, of all the, People I'd run through in my head who this could be. I wasn't expecting him. I laughed out loud. Schwartz has been giving me comedy lately. Yeah. Well, I will say that Satchel was unexpected. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was. You can often see a man parting his hair in the middle with kind of a Krusty the Clown kind of hairdo. I just felt like it was te- like, 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 like a child's tendrils. You know what I mean? Like it was just, he is a child, which is why. Right. No, I, I. it's like I want everyone to know, like, it's like when they go back on Dateline and they're like, they didn't know who murdered her, but when a search of their computer came up with how to murder someone, rope, yeah. how to drown someone, like, I'm like, I hope people know I watched this and it, it just came up because he seemed like a child and I felt like I was watching something wrong. Yeah, no, Satchel, and, and I've heard... Because I then had to do a deep dive on Satchel and went to his IMDb page. And, you know, like I really... (laughs) IMDb? Oh, no. (laughs) What's his Q rating in the flyover state? Look, it's not... You know, he's starting out. He's young. You know, he's young. So a few smaller short films in there. Looking forward to seeing him on the page lines. (laughs) Looking forward to big, big future ahead of him. But I do hear that they are no longer together, shockingly enough. Now, I also want to talk about... Tom constantly using the phrase dipping out. <laughs> the phrase, I've never heard that phrase in my life. Have you? Many times. Really? You've heard I'm going to dip out? 
Yes. <laughs> Never. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God, it was like someone, it was like someone trying to make a phrase happen in my mind. And he kept using it so he wouldn't have to delineate between did she go home or did she sleep there? He kept saying, so she dipped out so that people would think, oh, she left. That's what he meant by dipping out. But, and he doesn't have to lie. He's like, no, I said she dipped out. Yeah. And then he had dipped out when, and then when she was like, you told me you didn't know this because you were taking a shit. I was like, this is the craziest (laughs) timeline, the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Tom Sandoval is a sociopath. 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 He is so demented. Watching it was like, and I actually, I'd had all these notes before this episode about Lala. Like, I know I've been saying this, but she, I I agree with Schwartz. I think she doesn't know who she is and I think she's too mean. I do. Yes, I think I Lala's think she's a, a dry drunk. Yes. And you heard yes. it here first. With love and affection. I I I I I don't think she's kind. That's right. Now if I met her in real life, I'm sure I'd really like her. I don't I, I'm terrified of her personally. But. Me too, me too. But I think, damn it, if she wasn't right which is why they handed her off that voiceover. (laughs) She was putting pieces together. Okay, my funniest moment of the episode was when she comes into this bar wearing something insane and James is like, oh, looking awesome. And then, (laughs) you know, she basically is like, did you hear, you know, Raquel step over Tom Sandoval's? And then the way James processes the information, he just goes, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn should have just literally been like their trailer. And it's right in front of our faces. It's almost so clearly that... It's on us. It's on us too. It's on us. And I feel for Ariana because she's defending Raquel. Danielle, if you and I sat down and we scripted this, which we can't because we're on strike, but if we were (laughs) like, okay... What would make for great drama for the person that's actually being cheated on but doesn't know about it? What would she be saying? We would say to ourselves, she would never say, you're an angel. She's never done anything wrong. She's been a friend to me since day one. It's weird. It's weird. Did Andy Cohen know this? I don't think he did. I'm sorry I'm eating a gigantic chocolate cookie, but Mm -hmm. I I need comfort. (laughs) We need comfort where we can get it. We're on strike. We're in we're in Scandaval. Like what? What? what, How much can a person take? I certainly can't take more. Nope. Did you watch James on Watch What Happens Live the other night? No. Tell me everything. Okay. He was like a a a a puppy on steroids on cocaine. It was craziness (laughs) to watch, but it was enjoyable to watch. And he's just like, "This is crazy." And then he's like, "But I do wish." Sandoval and Raquel well. <laughs> like, he was so, like, he wishes that they have a good relationship because he said himself, which on some level, if they can withstand this, then like nothing can care th- tear these two him. apart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, good on him. And I thought that that was quite like, you know, he's always seemed so crazy and out of it to me half the time. Like it, he had like a moment of clarity. It was very strange to me. Well, you know, I'm a James Stan. I always have yes, been. You have. I, I, to me, he and Reza, I've always said this, and Portia are like perfect reality, mm-hmm. you know, stars. Everything he does is wild and crazy, but then he'll come to his senses and then dip right back into like, you know, mentally just kind of unhinged land, but then he'll dip and touch down just enough for us to be like, is he normal? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but, uh, first of all, I'm attracted to his girlfriend. Really? She does yes. nothing for me. Nothing. Are you kidding? Gorgeous and could tell my future? No, I and I've heard from people who got readings from her that said she was really good too. I will say that. But wow. I'm just putting that out into the universe. People have come to me and said she was good. But she just I just want to say get out. 
Like, get out. Like, what are we doing here? Like, he's he's not, you seem like you've got your head on your shoulders, like, the and your head in the stars. Too great. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. But I guess what I appreciate about her, and the only reason, look, they're not going to make it. Obviously, this will end disastrously. <laughs> but the only reason I'll give her this, she really stands up to him. Oh, but yeah. not in the way that Lala does, where it's so like below the belt and mean. She's just like, you made a fool out of yourself and you embarrassed yourself. When he said, oh, I didn't mean to embarrass you. And she said, you embarrassed yourself. Oh, I was just like, this woman is stronger than I'll ever be. <laughs> I'll ever be. I would have been like, sorry, James. Like, I'm, so, I am impressed by her calm in Me his too. storm. And in that bright blue bustier. She's always in an ill-fitted bustier. Like, she's got a hot <laughs> But I'm just like, I can't. I, I can't. This is not the right. Yeah, I would love to give it a little stench. <laughs> yeah, I just want to do something. It's not quite hitting where it needs to hit. Like, I've got issues with that. I mean, she's beautiful and sweet and smart. And she's all great things. I just, I'm not really enjoying... I mean, I guess I'm enjoying watching her, but she's not like giving me like a vibe of like, ooh, I can't wait to see what she's going to do next. I don't know, she's giving me something when she's like, I saw them at the Abbey. And she's got the dignity and class to plant it in the right way. I mean, Casey, you're turning me around. I'm 180. Now I can't wait to see what she's going to do next. And what are you going to do next? Now here's who I think you're kind of not mistaking her for, but Mm -hmm. is Christina Kelly. I hate Christina Kelly. I hate Christina Kelly. You have no place here. It would be like if Rose Byrne suddenly joined the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Like, honestly, you're too elegant. Take it as a compliment and get the fuck out. And I'm just like, and I also don't need your chapstick. She's there to sell her lemon scrubs. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. Christina Kelly. Don't want no lemon scrubs. No, not at all. No, I will say, speaking of who I don't want and want, we got treated to an unhinged performance yesterday evening. And that was not on these shows, but on Watch What Happens Live when Kristen came back. Mm. Now, I <laughs> I challenge all of you to watch this. This is mm-hmm. the person who has been waiting in the wings, waiting with bated breath and came out sprung. Swinging. Just swinging and sprung. And she, I mean, I've never seen something so unhinged in my life. It was like someone who's been in jail for a crime they didn't commit. She did commit a crime, but yes. I'm just saying like, like a person who's just been let out yes. of a cage. It was, I mean, I loved every second, don't get me wrong, but it's like just someone who was so sprung. It was incredible to watch. Now I'm going to say something. Okay. It just occurred to me. Of course, I feel bad for Ariana, all of it. But I couldn't help think a little bit, just a little bit, Danielle. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start a relationship born of cheating, you got your, you got to keep your eyes open. And this is not a man who cheats, Danielle. This is a man who gets into a deep relationship. Yeah, he did with her. So he is a serial cheater monogamist. Serial narcissist. <laughs> yes. And so, yes, you, it, when we've always all been told that when you start a relationship with a cheater, once a cheater, always a cheater. I've, I've been told that my entire life, <laughs> you know, so. Since you were a baby? <laughs> since I was a baby, I came out and they slapped my ass and told me once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> but I do think, you know, yes. And yet, I think we all decided that that was like, that was a young man's game. And now they were, I think the fact that they like, she's so mature and they bought a house together. I don't know. Like something seemed more mature about this relationship. And it's been eight years. Yeah. Almost 10. Like it's been a crazy amount of time. Tell you who I really like is He-Man. Brock. Brock. I do like him. You know who I really like is Brock and... um. 
and Sheena's little girl. Well, of course I love Summer. Oh, Summer is so cute. You know, I someone sent me footage the other day of Sheena Shea, pre-Vanderpump, pre-Real Housewives, being basically a friend <laughs> of a friend of someone on the hills. Yoinks. I mean, she was so young. But, you know, it's like we saw a reality star being born. Like, it was just in the beginning stages. But it was real. like... Just, look at her now. Look at how far she's come. Look at how far we've come. It was just... We got to go back here to... I'm sorry, Danielle, to the glamping trip. Okay, please. When Raquel has the goddamn gall and utter unmitigated gall to be like, you guys are my only friends. You're the best people I've ever known. And to then see Tom Sandoval in front of Ariana spin this lie in which he's like, oh my God, like I, she was sleeping on the couch. And I was like, I mean, and to, to literally... And I was dipping out and then she dipped out. We all dipped she out. Dipped, she dipped down, gave me a blowjob. <laughs> Schwartz dipped up, made out with me. Like, uh, Deanna Chang thinks the three of them fucked. Schwartz, Tom. Yes. Well, she said it to us as if she knew it to be true. And then we were like, what? And she's like, my theory. And we were like, okay. But I okay. think it could be true. I'm just putting that okay. out there, right? Anything could have happened. But to see what we saw, which is Sandoval going nuts on Katie at the beach, right? Yes. Because he knows he's got, he needs Schwartz to like show up for him big time. Mm-hmm. He knows that Schwartz knows some dark shit that's going on. So that was even a big overreaction to me. And I know he doesn't like Katie, but it was too crazy, right? Yes, it was. Like, it was. Let this man, love. like it was like, calm down, man. So that then there we were at the picnic table in the glamping trip in that little lean-to. And the the lies where Ariana was basically forced to be like, oh my God, you shouldn't have slept on the couch, was staggering. Yeah, it was really upsetting. And then we flick eyes to uh, Tom Schwartz, who knows? Then watching Sandoval lie to Sheena like she did on the beach. All of it is so crazy. Especially knowing what we know now. It's like we can only watch it through the filter of what we're... I'm wondering if this had never come out, Okay. Mm. What would we have thought of this episode? What would we have said to ourselves? Wow, Danielle. You know, I'm just saying, like, what would we have thought? Wow. I don't know. Just a question. So same episode. So we would have heard all the things. We would have heard. All the things. We've seen Ken come in. Ken come in and go. (laughs) (laughs) We heard Lala's voiceover. We heard them say they're together. But you're right. Like, we we would we have said to ourselves the same thing, which is like, oh my God, Gina's right. Like Sandoval is out with everybody at the Abbey till two a.m. dancing. Yeah, would we have said, oh, it's just one of those rumors? The way that like we hear every other day that like Mauricio is cheating on Kyle. You know what I mean? Like, and right, and we we're just kind of like no whatever. Mind. Someone's just trying to fuck with them, or they're trying to get storyline or whatever. Like, would we have known? I think we I think we would have gone because, as evidenced by our collective. Uh, con- our collective shock <laughs> over this, I think we would have been like, okay, come on. Like that, now we've gone a bridge too far. Mm. Mm. Now I'm going to throw my hand up. Okay. Anyway, that the conversation between James and Lala and the sandwich scene was shot very recently. I mean, look, I'd like to say I trust Bravo more than that. And that's where I'll leave it. But the same way I got to look at my husband and go, where were you? Where were you? Where, where are you going with that guitar? Oh, you're with the Libmans? Who were you huh. strumming with? <laughs> yeah. Now, you told me it had been in his trunk and he was just simply taking it out. Yeah, and you're, the way your husband had to say to me, who's this guy Casey's talking to? That's right. And I want to defend my husband because 
if he had ever listened to one episode of this podcast, he might say to himself, oh, wow, I would never cheat on Casey because as he always says, like, I, I don't have time to. We <laughs> don't have the bandwidth. No, his whole thing is like, when would I find time? I'm like, because you wouldn't want to. He's like, I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. the crazy thing is that Tom has, Tom and Tom are opening this restaurant. They cannot get it off the ground. And yet, at the same time, he has gotten a fair off the ground and he has gotten a band with a entire horn section off the ground where they sing and go around. So like... And how funny is it when they keep saying to Lisa, it, it makes me like scream with laughter when Lisa's like, how is the vacation, boys? And they're like, <laughs> we needed it. We just needed a refresh. We needed a restart. It's like you have lost thou- hundreds of thousands of your parents' money of dollars on this. So crazy. Now, to know that at this point when we watched, Raquel had visited Tom Sandoval's hometown and taken (sighs) photos around the dinky monuments. Wow. Casey, no. Now, one of my... She did a monologue at some point, Raquel. And it felt to me for the camera. Like, when her and James, like, sat down for their little discussion and she says... (laughs) <laughs> he starts like telling her this. And this is another monologue that will be done in drama schools that we will hear it for auditions. Like yep. when he was like, I just feel like you're not, you're yourself and like you're you're not yourself and you're doing things that aren't you and I don't recognize you. And she's like, that's why I do everything and I don't regret anything. Wow. Wow. Wow, Raquel. And it's, she's fucking weird, man, to hold up that purse and be like, you bought me this. She's weird as hell. She's... Okay, how about her monologue about her pageant days? Oh. And being an OT, I'm like, I, sweetie, I can't follow this. <laughs> I don't know where. I mean, I, did, I couldn't follow where the, what the dream was. Was it pageants? Was it OT? Because you can right. still do wait, OT. Which one weren't, wait, when she said, I've aged out of pageants, I was like, I cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> I know. I thought you aged, we all aged out of pageants at like 18. Like, I thought that was the age. Am I wrong? <laughs> maybe, but maybe Raquel's the Serena Williams of pageants out there at 42 and pregnant, you That's know? true. Making us all proud. That's true. When she you was know? like, I want to be a role model. I'm like, I don't want to pageant shame women. But I will. Because I will. But is that a role model? Because, yeah, it's a lot. It's like, I don't think that a pageant is... It's not the 1980s anymore. We're not all turning in for Miss America. It's we With kind Trump of at the helm, yeah, judging like, people's, you know. It's got a different whose pussies he wants to grab. Well, and I will also say, like, you can still do OT, honey. Like, you don't age out of OT. So, again, <laughs> that dream is not dead. Like you, you, you can still no, and do I, it. And I think, and I'm being really nasty. You know, I'm coming back, guys. Don't judge me. I'm just coming back hot. I think. Um, no matter her age, Miss California is a reach. Yeah. Miss San Luis Obispo, perhaps. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Miss San Bernardino. Sure. Miss Studio City. (laughs) No, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, Danielle, I'm just so excited. I love the leak trailer. I don't even know if it was really leaked, but Kristen really got her due at the end. I don't know what's real, what's not anymore. Wait, can we talk about one more thing? Please. Tom getting caught. I, we we touched on a little bit. When Lala calls Tom out of like, she's like, he's she, like, you said you had to go take a shit. And then Tom's like, I did. And, and then Lala's like, no, but I was right there when the other person that was driving them, like you could have gone with him. And him just staring there with no word. Like he had nothing else 
to say. He could He'd already he come up with something that I thought was kind of good, but he was like, I thought you wanted to be alone. <laughs> I was like, ooh, he oh. just got to that thought and it was hard for him. But that moment there, seeing someone so caught in a lie and, but then Ariana being like, well, I didn't care, but Lala cared. And Lala's like, I don't care, man. I'm just, he's lying to you. But also like get an Uber. Yeah, right. And he, well, he did say, and, and then I couldn't find an Uber and like the Uber wasn't coming. And it was just like. I know, but. Mm, yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. You can read it all over his face. It was. To hear Ariana obviously saying, and then, you know, she's hanging on by a thread to know what's coming is hard. And also, then we see what's coming next week where she's, where Raquel's basically like shaming her in the sense that like, you're not having enough sex with him. It is utterly psychotic. They've got, <laughs> there's other stuff at play here besides sex. She's not having sex with him probably because there's a feeling of not being close with him. It's truly deranged. It, it is. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I can't wait for next week. And I can't wait for the reunion, Danielle. I mean, I'm just, oof. Wow, wow, wow. You know, now my dear friend Jordan's mom has been on the front lines at Canyon Ranch. I didn't know. <laughs> and what if, what if, what's the, is, who's there? Merle, my dear, dear, lovely, lovely friend Merle, you know, basically like David's second mom. Mm-hmm. Merle has a home in Canyon Ranch, which she's been so generous to let me go to. Merle saw Tom and bead making class. She saw Tom in his, like, doing yoga silks and stuff, you know? That's all I have, you know? Well, but that's a lot. It's a lot. And I know it was reported in the news, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And that, to me, seems like... (sighs) It's a classic Tom to be like, I'm going to go to a bougie wellness place to, like, deal with the fact that I'm a piece of shit. Oh, he's so gross. Why such a deep V for Tom? Because he's got to show off that that bony chest. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Got to show off those beads that he's making. Those beads. He's got to show off his beads and Tom. And in big news, Danielle, pump closing. Pump is gone? How did that happen after 10 years? It's like if pump is closing, okay, Schwartz and Sandys and Tom, Tom will be blown off the map soon. What about Sir? I mean, Sir's still here. Villa Rose is gone. Wow. So all we have right now is Sir and Tom Tom and... And to my knowledge, we don't have a sandwich shop. Mm-mm. There's something about her, you mean? That's right. <laughs> There's something about her. It's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Those sandwich feminists. Now, yeah, so, so Pump is closing. I will say, when I used to drive through West Hollywood on my back from my doctor's appointments, as I do, pump to me always looks like it had been thrown up in two days. Like it's kind of like a sponge painting on the outside. Like it looks, and then the pump sign looks really kind of like, like it just looks like someone is making a restaurant for like a a movie. Like it didn't seem like something that had been lived in. Totally agree. Totally agree. Like they just decided to not spend money on the outside of it. Wow. For Tom, Tom to remain standing. Yeah. Should we take a break, Danielle, and get to Jersey? Yes, please. We're back. Jersey. Thoughts? You know, I heard someone say that Jersey's not doing it for them this season, and I couldn't disagree more. Really? Why is that? I feel like we're finally at, like, the marrow all, all to me. All of these seasons have brought us here to the absolute, like, heart of what's going on with the Gorgas. And I think there's stuff we don't know. And I 
I just feel like we're here. And we're seeing Teresa's wedding. And I really love Danielle. I love Danielle. I do. Like, I just, I like what I'm watching. No, I will say that a part of me, and I and I am guilty of this, have said, like, I'm just tired of watching this Gorga, Judici, you know, thing just go on and on and on and on. But I will say, you know, I have been on Team Melissa this year, which is an unusual place. And I have gotten a lot of shit from it because people are like, you're supporting a psychopath, basically. But that weird off-the-cuff moment when wow, when Teresa gets caught, when Louis is calling her in the car and he says, I'm not inviting, you know, Joe and Melissa to this. And she's like, uh, babe, well, we're being filmed. He's like, oh. And, and not only that, he was like double-checking with her. He was like, yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, the way it was kind of said is like, yeah, and obviously we're not inviting them. And she yeah. was like, we're filming, huh? <laughs> it was a wow. It was a wow moment. Just, it was an aha. It was a wow. I was like, uh uh-oh. I was like, have I been wrong? But wrong about what? What do you mean? I had been on Team Melissa, right? And then this year I've decided I'm wrong. Teresa, like they've been gaslighting us. They've been gaslighting Teresa. It's not what fair what they did to Louis. He might not be the best guy, but he's not the worst guy. Like I just, I went on the other side of it and I said, I've been wrong this whole time. And now I might have to take that back. I I I hear you. I, I see why you feel that way. And but I also am at another conclusion. Hmm. And hear me out. Look, blood is thicker than water, but blood's harder to clean up when you when it spills. Was is Teresa? <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say. So I, realized, good. <laughs> I realized that I was saying blood is you know their blood. But you know what? The relationship between Teresa. And Joe and Melissa has been so toxic that maybe they just shouldn't talk anymore. You know, like give their relationship a break, a year or two. And maybe, are you saying that maybe the fact that they didn't go to the wedding was actually, we'd been looking at it like, if you don't go to some, you know, your sister's wedding, that's it. Like that's a demarcation in the sand you can't come back from. But you're saying maybe that actually is giving them all the freedom because it's such a huge move to move on. Well, I was, I've been so upset that they didn't go to the wedding because I'm like, no matter what, you just go. You go, you, you grin and you bear it. Right. I think we thought it's like what Melissa just did at the bridal shower. Like you just go and you stand in the back. And I still believe that. I still think that they should have gone to the wedding. And then because there's no, there's no meeting in the middle. There's no forgiving. There's at this point, there's no saying like, I was wrong. They can't start again. Not, not now. And so my feeling is you're right. Uh, not about the wedding, but like all of you guys don't talk shit about each other in in social media. Like stop talking about each other, but stop talking to each other and about each other and give your, all yourselves a break to get some perspective and to get some, do I want this person in my life? Really, not as I want them to be, but as they are. Yeah, I think the answer is no. I don't think there's, healing here. I don't. Much like Joe's face, which has been burnt to the crisp, like the surface <laughs> of the sun. Oh, you talk about Joe, but Louis is sitting right next to him, like just a, a supernova. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. But when Joe and Antonio's car was about to pull up, I was oh, like, that made me so angry. Is Joe okay? Like, he needs a burn center. <laughs> he does. But that Porsche, giving a 17-year-old Porsche triggered me in a way, Casey. That triggered me. me and too, I don't Danielle. know why. And maybe it's... No, I, I had an old Oldsmobile that literally barely... It was actually unsafe. 
where I had a stapler, an open stapler next to me. So I could staple like the the roof, like fabric would come down and cover my eyes. So I would just staple it back. Yeah, I just feel like as parents, you can, sure, you can afford a lot of things. You guys, those two can afford, sure. But just because you can afford it doesn't mean you give that to your child. I don't care if they're an honors student. Like this is their first car. Let's just like, and a parent shouldn't give a child a Porsche. Sorry, I don't think they should. That's, and I'm sorry if you've given your child a Porsche bless you. It just triggered me in a way where I was just like, this is stupid. Like give her, like she's lucky enough to get, like get her a used fucking first car and let her just have that. I don't know. Like made me so angry. It was disgusting. I found it disgusting. Made me really pissed. I know. There, you know, also the like, if you were a dramaturg, you know, we had Dan O'Brien on a long time ago, our dear friend, Jessica St. Clair's husband, who does this type of work for a living in a dramaturg, you know, really breaks down scripts and scenes. Yeah, he's an incredible kind, Incredible. You kind of couldn't write it better because here we've got Teresa and Joe fighting and then we've got Danielle and her brother who's not there in this like horrible fight. It's it's actually just wild, kind of like the echoes. It's echoing that that relationship. Why doesn't her brother ever want to talk to her again? See, I'm not as wrapped up in why as I feel like a lot of people are. I just think for me to never talk to somebody again. I know. And then her mom said on the preview for next week, her mom said, remember when her mom was crying and she was just like, he just doesn't want to mend it. I know. And I'm just like, but I, you know, I, I don't know. Could it be that, you know, he was touched off by her social media, which look, you might not want to talk to a sister after that social media if you've taken a peek. But (laughs) I think she's a nice person. I really, really do. She has a hot husband. Oh, yes. Not like John Fuda. John Fuda. John Fuda. John Fuda. (laughs) What a Fuda. (laughs) What a bunch of Fuda. What a bunch of Fuda. (laughs) When he was smiling, when his wife was crying in in the scene with the therapist, about the adoption, she was like, he's my son. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a Fuda. But what a Fuda. But I feel like maybe, is there is there a world in which the mom has passed on, like she's using it as a storyline? I don't know. Will we ever see him? I would love to. I mean, that's a story. I'm done with the story of Teresa and Joe. What I'd love to know is Danielle and her brother. That's, yeah. a, that's a season I'd be. If we could, Andy... Can I ask you to get get him that family on the show? Get him. That's something. Go get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. When she was talking about her flight home from Ireland, <laughs> I did. She's funny. When she was I like, I was hanging on by a little thread. She's like, like, like the eye hole when you're licking the licking the string and you're yes. putting it through the eye hole. I was like, I like her. I I, I think too. she's a really nice person. And there is. I can't count on one hand the housewives that wouldn't have blurted out at that dinner. This is all because someone thought, Melissa, you were cheating on Joe. Yeah. There's not a housewife in history, human history, who wouldn't have yelled that. She took it. She took Well, and they, they're they angry because they, they're trying to use her to do their dirty work. Mm-hmm. That's what Jen and Teresa are trying to do. They're trying to be like, we're going to tell this dumb dumb is what they're thinking. And she's still going to get in trouble at the end of the season. With oh, Melissa. yeah. <laughs> like she's going down for all of it. Oh, yeah. But 
they're like, TikTok, like <laughs> you didn't do it in Ireland. Like, with you're like, sweetie, we're in Ireland. Not much has happened. We talked to you. We talked to you to spread this rumor. You're not going to pick up that, that we've dropped something. You're not going to pick it up. But they are so and angry. How about Marge peddling Lexi's divorce out there to try to show like a different side of Sears? She's oh. like, see, when you're family, you're family with me. And you know, I love Marge. We all have a love for Marge, but like, come on. Marge sweetie. has bothered me this season though. I know. Although she did make me laugh when she said, you knew me two faces ago by herself. <laughs> that is funny. I had to laugh. But you're right. She's wearing and tearing. Now, can we talk about Jennifer and Bill Aiden? <laughs> Attracted to Bill big time. Really? Okay. Him walking in in those scrubs at the end of the day. So many talk of scrubs this episode. <laughs> There's just left, right, and center of these scrubs. Look, this is what I know. We think he's a doctor, but much like the woman who entered my house with a bag of vitamins, unclear. I don't know what he's doing. At no point is he ever like, I was operating. Like, that's what would be my first go-to, you know? Yeah. But now look, he's not wrong to say like we have a thousand children and they need to go to college, but for their daughter to be telling their mother, to wear more lingerie oh. for their father. I don't, I can't remember something that dark <laughs> in a long time. In a very long time. Very long time. But I will also say that for her to keep blaming Marge, where she's like, now my daughter's telling me to wear lingerie. Thanks a lot, Marge. And I want to say like, yes, Marge did something bad. She did something very bad. But your husband cheated on you and you decided never to talk about it again and then bury it in a box, like in a chastity chest, like, I, and then never talk about it. See, I'm, I'm on Jen's side on that. Wow. I am. I'm like, oh my God, now this poor little girl in real life is wanting her mom to like put on a right-fitting bustier and like But what, what I will say there. that has been good for Jen on this journey, because Marge lifted this lid, which was terrible of Marge, and I never want anyone to do that to me. If you know my husband has cheated and we've made peace with it, please don't bring it out to the... A hundred percent. And to Danielle's mother, it was like, I would want to know. I would not want to know. I don't want to know. know. What, don't what I don't even... know can't hurt me. <laughs> Thank leave you. It. Leave it. But what I will say is, I, we have seen Jen come into her own and in a way, and challenge Bill on the things that hadn't been challenged before. And her, like, she was sitting tight on things that I think were just at the surface. And now they're out. Like, you can even tell in the way she's wearing her hair. I feel like she's... Yes, in the testimonials, gorgeous. Yes. So I just feel like I'm, I'm proud of her and the way that she's getting to be more of herself and say more what she wants. I don't know that she's ever going to get it from Bill. In fact, I don't think she will. But God bless her for kind of like trying to lead the horse to water. You know what I mean? I mean, Bill hates her so much. Yes. When she was like, do you want to go back to therapy? And he's like, well, some people need it. Some people don't. I he was doesn't. like, Bill, you do, buddy. I just, I don't know. I, I, I like to watch Jen. I just do. Me too. You know? I love to watch her. One more scene I do want to touch on, Danielle. Mm -hmm. When... Tree's girls came out of the dressing room and Joe called. Daddy Joe. I cried, Casey. I cried my eyes out. Cried. Cried. I want to say this about Teresa, okay? I got to say this. And I want everybody to hear this. I want you to turn it up. If Teresa can forgive Joe 
and say those words to him, Melissa and Joe Gorga have done something incredibly bad. She went to jail for this man and missed her daughter's, the prime of her daughter's like childhood and missed precious time with her mother and for her to be forgiving of him. Something really bad has happened here to see the, that woman have that capacity. And that's just how I feel. Can I say the other side of it, though, Casey? Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't even let us have a minute. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll let everyone ahead. sit with that. I'll let everyone sit with that. <sighs> go ahead. Teresa has always looked past Joe's faults. She has always never taken them on. She did finally divorce him. But even when he was cheating on her, he sent her to prison. She yes, she divorced him, but she always let it go in a way that she has never let go of Melissa and Joe's. She has held them to a different standard. And that I will say. I think she's stronger with Louie. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think also for her daughters, for her daughters, she wants to be friendly. But I'm just saying she's got a capacity within her that I'm team Teresa. And I really just genuinely, I know I say this, every, well, people just DM me which one you're on because I, I I don't know which way to think, Danielle. Look, I am on team Teresa's side too this season. It's nice and to I, see her so happy. And I also thought I saw another capacity for her to forgive when she, and, and change, and when she kind of like said to a lot of people, like, I'm sorry this year. We've never seen her say that in any really true way. Admit wrong and say she's sorry. And the fact that she did that And we this watched year, her for hundreds of hours of our exactly, lives that we'll never get never, back. Yes, and we've never seen her do that. So that says to me, someone, something has changed inside of her. Something has changed within me. Something is not the same. <laughs> I do think that's Teresa. <laughs> Until I try, I'll never know. I think all along, Teresa has been Alphaba, and she's been misunderstood, and she's really the good witch. And you're saying Melissa is uh, popular. I want to be, be popular. popular. Wow. This is an analogy I didn't see coming today. I didn't either. All I thought we were just going to talk more about scrubs. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Danielle. Thank you for coming back. I was afraid you might never. Just do oh, it. are you kidding? <laughs> I couldn't. No, I kidding. couldn't. I wouldn't. I could never. And guys, uh, I'm so happy to have Casey back. I'm so happy to have you guys back. Sorry I missed last week. It was just, oh, I got floored. Your health comes first. My health comes first. But thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Kate. Casey, um, so glad to have you back. So happy to be here. Thank you, Danielle, for holding down the fort in such an incredible way while I was gone. You're the best. Thanks. Obviously, I didn't. I couldn't do it last week. I just, something broke. This is some Capricorn stuff, Danielle. You were <laughs> off one week. I was gone for three months. This is I know. Crazy. I don't forgive. I know. It's just, it's hard for You me. forgive, but you don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we have so much good stuff to come with Vanderpump. Like, we're yeah. going to have some, we have some great guests coming up. We're very excited. Bye, everyone. Bye. 